I'm here with my wonderful wife, Deborah. Uh, she's in our house, in her office. I'm in my office, which is in the garden. And next door is a beautiful, spacious annex where we hold retreats. I've been running retreats all around the world for 20 years. But recently, since our children have grown and left home, Deborah has not only been helping me and supporting me in that, but actually leading and guiding the retreats with me. And it's the perfect combination, I think, because I bring uh, the spiritual understanding and philosophy and Deborah has specialized in the body, the emotions, and the two together feel very complete. And uh, she has a quite a history in that. And uh, if you want to see her qualifications and all the things that she's been up to, take a look at DebraOshea.com um, because it's pretty impressive. But we set up this conversation on Zoom in our respective offices, even though we're very close to each other, actually, um, to, for, well, for me, really, to ask Deborah how that is for her to come into the uh, retreats and what she brings and how she sees them. And I'd like to start with the idea of being deep awake, because the retreats are called the Deep Awakening. And that, for me, is a state of communion or oneness to which we have a very amazing response when we come into it, oneness with each other and with indeed the whole universe. So I'd like to start there, Deb, um, really, which is what, what would you say for you is the experience of being deep awake? Mm. So for me, a deep awake state is a, like a peak flow state where we feel physically and emotionally relaxed. Our mind is calm and present and we feel a sensorial aliveness. And so we connect, we can connect, we're open to connecting deeply um, in an expansive state where our relationships, our normal relationships with life, with ourselves are softened you know we're more we're kind of more malleable and that opening um is felt as for me as a, a compassion a, a, a real a deep connection with our life our relationship with others and what it means to be a person in the world and so when we when we do the retreats together how, how do you see that journey that we all make together? So we all, including ourselves, arrive separate individuals with our own uh, life stories and life stresses going on, which can, um, you know, and plus also we arrive with the relationship with ourselves as well. And so the room is full of separate individuals and there might be possible assumptions that, that, you know, that we have when we just meet someone. Um, and then we dive in. We literally dive in together. And we might not 
know much about each other, but we enter philosophy, which explains the movement from separation to unity and why that really matters. Um, we have some amazing uh, somatic meditations, which help that feel really relaxed and um, at ease and safe. And then connection meditations follow, which creates a real cohesiveness, you know, within the group and connections start to unfold. Um, and then we set up a beautiful space on the Saturday um, evening and we enter a deep communion with others. And that takes place and it can bring up um, uh, beautiful uh, experiences, but lots of different emotions actually, and all are welcome. But it's that communion that um, uh, is so awesome. Um, we don't really go into working out what happened uh, on that night. We just enjoy it because it's very often celebratory. Um, and we let go and we sometimes have a dance and um, and then the next day we meet up and we share our experiences and leave with a sense of connection with the group. Our spirits are uplifted. We feel kinder for some reason, more compassionate with ourselves and others. And just that sense of um, we're on this life journey together and what a ride it is and I, I mean my personal experience is that since you've become involved in doing it alongside me the deep awakening has jumped to a whole new level and I was wondering from your point of view what it is that you see yourself as bringing to the process that we're and the, what experiences you're you're focusing on yeah so at the retreat, I lead uh, somatic uh, meditations, which help us um, co-regulate. What do you mean by somatic? So body meditations, uh, which include sensorial experiences such as aroma and touch and breathing and um, really uh, which enable the body to co-regulate and this becomes a foundation from which we can um, be confident in our individuality but also supports our, our movement towards the connection and unity uh, collective unity and when we strengthen this these emergent qualities within ourselves that we want to see in the world, it kind of opens up a space for, for us to bring more cooperation, to bring our most resilient self, to bring our most compassionate self. So that's that's what I want to, um, that's what I, I want to lay the foundation of becoming comfortable in ourselves so that we can really connect in this deep, in a deep awake state, which brings the best of ourselves you mentioned you mentioned aroma that's something you've definitely brought that i you know 
wouldn't have thought of and, and yes. it's I, it's really powerful what you know, what's that about well as all the somatic or all the body meditations do that i've just mentioned the techniques themselves i'll answer your question in a minute but i just wanted to add that the the techniques themselves are activating a human safety response we first have to feel safe in order to be present mm. otherwise we're somewhere else thinking about mm. our worries and then this human safety response actually physically biologically affects the body and then this it creates a feedback loop where the more we feel safe the better we feel um, within ourselves emotionally and psychologically so all of the meditations I do are about creating safety for the individual which allows our connection and then so let's talk about aroma aroma is direct it's so quick and oh my god it's it's just well literally aroma envelops you in mood and it, because it, it goes straight from the from the nose receptors to the to the limbic system of the brain affecting mood and emotion how effective is that very very quick and so i blended a deep awake oil which um that aroma actually is now associated with the retreat and the experience that i do in meditation massage but then we use touch and touch is amazing because it it affects our, you know it's on it's our love hormone if you like our oxytocin is uh, is activated through that nurturing touch and we can go on you know the breathing the breathing activates the vagal nervous system which um creates uh you know deep deep relaxation tells the body that it's safe um allows the rest and safety response to, to be able to connect deeply with others i i really notice one i mean i don't want to generalize but sometimes when you start i can see there's a kind of resistance to actually in getting the body involved um and especially from the guys and 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 perhaps also because people have come because I'm a philosopher and that's not <laughs> body centered. But yeah. what I notice is that it does transform people's states profoundly. They do become safer and relaxed. And then the, the fluidity with which you can change your ideas and shift your whole soul experience, it, it, it really does allow that to happen much more easily. And that lovely safety by the end is so I'm thinking, you know, a lot of the things you're describing is part are, are really, it feels like they're exploding in culture right now as part of the kind of wellness or self care, self love phenomena. And that's something you've been very involved in. What, what is that? <laughs> Do you think what, what is happening? <laughs> well, for me, it, it's not about although I do like it as well, uh, taking long, long baths um, and lots of creams and things. Um, I love all that. But actually, self-care self is, or self-love, is about creating self-acceptance and self-belief. And it's that 
that particular thing is central to the retreat. That self-love about supporting a healthy body-mind connection, spiritual connection. A kind relationship is absolutely paramount um, with oneself before you can be more loving and present and aware with others. So for me, it's a vital way to connect deeply with our life and our relationships. And self-love is not all about um, fluffing, you know, fluffiness. It takes, um, it takes uh, resilience. It takes self-discipline um, to, to kind of keep yourself in that in, in in the way that you want to be in the world because everything's coming to you and you are in reaction to what's coming and so you know that sort of centering is so important so so one of the areas i'm thinking where what you do and what i do kind of meet or overlap is often when you've got people in that very relaxed very sensual really embodied state to then take them into the imagination with intention meditations or visualizations as well. And, and what's that about? Yeah, well, obviously the psyche is this big, big imaginative place. And the thoughts that we have are not always helpful, especially around ourselves. So in this self acceptance uh, area, leading uh, meditations of intention and uh, visualization, we can bring about new possibilities, literally, and see ourselves um, with greater potential, which then reflects on our decisions, our lives, our real lives. So I want to create feelings of self-empowerment and um, um, yeah, creating a better version of ourselves for ourselves. I think one of the things which is slightly confusing for people that don't know us, I think about yeah. the retreats, is that people often seem used to a retreat which deals with some part of them. Oh, it's all about spiritual awakening away from normal life and into the great cosmic oneness or however that's framed. Or it's bodies and 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 the stuff that you associate with embodied meditation or it's psychological or it's emotional or it's and it or it's quiet or it's celebratory and yet <laughs> what seems to mark out the whole journey that we've ended up taking ourselves on over and over again and taking these lovely people with us is it really involves all of that and i love that that completeness that feeling of i'm all of that my my humanity embraces all of that so I, I just wanted to end up this conversation by asking you, what's, this is a hard question perhaps, <laughs> what's your favorite moment or part of the, of, of the retreat process for you? What's, what's, you know? mm. Well, by far, it's an easy question for me because okay. by far the Sunday morning after the deep awakening uh, experience, the immersion, mm. immersion um, is to see people really relaxed, mm. they're themselves, yeah. totally themselves, and realizing that 
that is more than okay. In fact, it's outstandingly beautiful. Um, and all emotions are present sometimes in that circle on the Sunday, but, and everything arises from great grief, sadness, joy, everything is there, but everything is welcome and supported not only by us who are, who are holding, but everyone else in, yeah. in the circle who are also holding. And yeah. so it brings out a huge goodness in everyone and a desire for all to be well for everyone. Um, it's very real and tender, life affirming. And then just that departure where we're all feeling uplifted and in love. It's just feelings of uh joy and having friendships made or friendships deepened um and then and then just to mention that's my favorite part but then there's the afterglow of the retreat where we will all meet up online uh, so it it goes on <laughs> yeah yeah that that you're right it and and it's that moment especially right at the very very end when we're actually going to part from each other and there's that kind of feeling of oh we've been in this beautiful place together and and we're now all going home and and yet it's also the moment that i feel everyone actually takes on board what's happened that it's been such a significant shift and and how positive it's been and how um how the relationships we now have with each other is so is very special yeah and just last one of the things that i think we've both well, everyone sees is that what arises, what you see arising in others, that great love, that, that, oh, isn't it great to be you? You yeah. know, we see yeah. it in others yeah. and others are seeing it in us. And that's yeah. so affirming. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, us as in the group. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, that's a beautiful note to end, I think, on people being affirmed and we need that from each other, don't we? Because the life journey is tough. It's beautiful. It's tough. And yeah. to see people feel like they can meet that. And, and, and like you started off this, this conversation when I asked you the first question by going, it's not just like the participants arrive in a very different state till they leave, but you and I arrive in a very different state to what we leave because we have the privilege of entering in from our lives and having this transformatory process happen to us as well, which is, which is yeah. really lovely, which another thing about lovely thing about doing it with, with you, because I get to go through that process with you and you get to go through that process with me. Yeah. We're very lucky. So hopefully that's been of interest, my friends, if you'd like to go through that process with us, um, check out timfreak.com, um, where you'll find the information about the forthcoming retreats, and it'll be lovely to connect with you in person.